You want to talk about exciting shows right now? The Toronto Maple Leafs are an exciting oh, show. Yeah. Four straight wins. You want to talk about Morgan Riley? Oh, Morgan Riley shouldn't be suspended. Uh, you see the Leafs record without Riley? It's actually quite concerning. It's like, do we do we need do we need Riley really? Shut up. <laughs> I know. Is I'm Riley I'm just problem? I'm just fucking around. I know. But it, it's insane. The first game we play without Morgan Riley is arguably our best defensive game of the year. Like we shut again, it's St. Louis. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it right here. The Leafs are on a complete heater. They've won four games in a row. They set four points back of the Bruins, second in the which right now they're third in the Atlantic. You obviously want home ice advantage. You jump Boston. They have two games in hand. So we've beaten the Blues twice. We beat and we demolished Anaheim one nine two, and then we beat Philly. Now to me. Simone Benoit, the more I watch this guy, the more I'm infatuated with him. Because when you talk about losing a guy like Luke Shen in the offseason, it's like, yeah, that kind of stung for like longer than I anticipated, maybe two months. And then all of a sudden, what? John Klingberg disappears. Simone Benoit gets called up. And he's literally Luke Shen 2.0 with probably a little more speed. So it's like, holy shit, this guy is literally our golden egg on defense. And he's been showing it consistently, man, since Morgan Riley's been suspended. So I got to give the Leafs credit here. They didn't let their guard down with that suspension. I know a lot of uh, inexperienced teams with these suspension uh, situations, they kind of get a little bit maybe worried. They lose their identity a bit. Whereas the Leafs Leafs have kind of built an identity from this suspension. They become a little more gritty, a little more hard to play against. And I I got to give Simone Benoit all his flowers because he, to me, has been the standout besides number 34. (laughs) Yeah, it's like one of those things where... Benoit throwing the body around. He's uh, making a name for himself, taking advantage of the opportunity. I'm surprised that they've been able to be that defensively sound without Riley. It's kind of heartbreaking when, like, Riley's, like, the heart and soul of that back line and what they're doing without him. But I think when he comes back, you have to figure out, okay, now there's a system in place that these guys shown that they are comfortable back there. They have confidence. Why aren't they showing it when Riley's there? So... They got to pick it up, I think, when he gets back because this team needs uh, a healthy Morgan Riley and a healthy back end. Well, I think I think the problem is when he is back there, everyone just kind of, for lack of better terms, they just kind of fuck off and hope that he's going to do their job and his job at the same time. Where it seems like these past four games without Morgan Riley, um, they've simplified their game defensively and a little bit offensively it feels like but the most important thing is that they're actually getting guys to finally something that we've been calling for all year is to finally pull up their socks and get the job done you know and you're getting you're getting the results of like the f the results of those efforts are bobby mcmahon getting a hat trick you know max domi being a little more prevalent on the score sheet um maddie nye's kind of getting back into a groove getting some points Noah Gregor having some good games. Like, you know, Benoit starting to stand out and, and be a real stalwart in this defensive core. He's a guy that if the Leafs don't sign, they're absolutely stupid. I mean, trade deadline's looming. Yes, they're going to try to pick up another defenseman to upgrade, but or even a goalie at this point. But there's something to be said about the amount of effort that they're getting from the, the bottom part of their lineup on both sides, whether it's defense and forwards this time. And they're actually really putting it together. Matthews is shining, Nylander's shining, Marner's been having some better games as well. So it's good to see that the guys that they need to show up night in and night out 
are finally doing so. And, you know, they're also doing it to also show that they're supporting their boy Mo because he shouldn't, even though he, he, he appealed it, Gary Bettman, I believe said it was today. I saw that he's still going to uphold it for five game suspension, which is absolutely ridiculous because the amount of clips that you see of other stuff that, that went by unnoticed, like I think the, the famous one I, I kept seeing today was um, Wayne Simmons getting the double cross check by the two Montreal Canadiens players. I can't remember who the players were, but he got one where the stick broke against his shoulder and then uh, someone cross-checked him like right across the face and none of those guys got suspended. Like it's, it's just one of those things where the accountability at the top needs to be there, especially if you're going to be trying to keep these players safe. Like it, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's a bad look for the league. It's great for the Leafs that they're playing insanely well. And I mean, at this rate, I got to ask the question. I know we're going to get to it at this point, but I'm going to maybe jump the gun a little early. Is it safe to say that Austin Matthews wins the Rocket and the Hart Trophy? Because, I mean, on this pace, I mean, he, he who, who else is going to stop him? I mean, we know who, but, like, the question has to be asked. Chris, what do you think? I mean, Rocket Richard 100%. Like, there's nobody scoring like him. Maybe, maybe ever. And that's a hot take. I mean, it, but is it really? Like, the guy, he's coming off a wrist, like, wrist surgery from last year. He had 40 goals with a banged up wrist. He's at 49 in 50, what, 52? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's 53 or 54 games. Like the guy, there's a stat here. I wrote it down. He has nine goals this month, nine goals in nine February games. He had 11 goals in 13 January games. <laughs> so, so he has 20 goals in his last 22 games. He has 28 goals in 26 home games. I don't remember any player in Leafs history that was over a goal a game at home. I don't. I really don't. And I I laughed about it with you guys. I, I said a couple years ago, every Leaf game I went to, he scored. <laughs> and that was year he had 60 goals. This year, he's, he's on pace for 70 goals. So, like, the Rocket Richard, just give it to him right now. Like, Reinhardt is having a monster year, and he's still 10 goals behind Matthews. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, McDavid is having a down year from last year with goals, but McDavid has started to fucking be red hot again. He had six assists a couple nights ago, but for the heart trophy, I might have to disagree. I think if there's one guy this year that is most deserving, especially with the injury bug to his team, I might have to give it to Nathan McKinnon. The only reason being Nathan McKinnon has been in Sidney Crosby's shadow since he came in the league. And since the 20. 20- uh, what like since Matt Duchesne got traded from Colorado, he's probably been a top three player ever since. Like well over a point a game, he won the Stanley Cup. We saw in every single uh, you know press conference, every interview he does, he's fucking amped. He's competitive. He's in the game. I even saw during the All Star game, he's he's not talking to the Matt Barzells. He's not talking to the to the Austin Matthews or the Nylander. He's talking to Sid. He's talking to the Go. He wants his advice. I think I think Math. Uh, sorry, I think McKinnon is I think third, second or third in scoring. He's been first at glimpses this season. He has a. By the way, he has fifty-two goals or fi- sorry, fifty-two points in a twenty-six game home point streak. Twenty-six game home point streak. I got to give it to Nathan McKinnon, but I do agree with you guys. I think when you look at value and the guy that's coming up, Matthews is probably right behind McKinnon. Well, I saw I saw a crazy. Um a crazy, not a stat, but like a post on Instagram, and I'm trying to find it. I thought it was, was it the crossbar one. Well, Matthews crossbars. No, not crossbars. It was um they did 
um, era adjusted oh, goal I think paces. I, I think I saw that too. And I, I got to find it because it said here for era adjusted Austin Matthews for oh, this year, um, they would put him at what, 88 goals. No, 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 no. It wasn't that high, but it was like 71 or 72 goals. And only two players ahead of him or three players ahead of him, I believe, were like Ovi, Lemieux, and Gretzky. I, or no, I don't even think Gretzky was on the list. I, I'm trying to find it right now. Um, but when I saw it, it was just one of those things where I was like, "You, dude, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like for era adjusted goals, he's at 72. Like, Damn. look, he, he's scoring at a clip that we've, we've never, we've yeah, never we've seen been. in Leafs history. Um, no, in history, well, like in my lifetime, I've never like, okay, we saw the OV 65 and what? Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, seven, oh, seven, oh, eight. I believe. Yeah. We saw, I mean, we were fucking like five years old, but we saw like Burray kill it. We saw... Um, Brett Hall, like end of his career, kill it. We saw Sackett guys. I mean, they got 50, but like 70 goals is just, I mean, Ovi's the probably good well, one. He's going to go down as the greatest goal scorer of all time. He's never hit 70 goals. I saw Stamkos well, he's in got, the 60s. He, yeah. Like, that was a good one. He's Stammer with the Stammer with his, but I mean, Ovi's on what, an eight game, eight goal streak yeah, at this point? Yeah. yeah, Ovi's an he's starting to like, like he's starting, you know, we, everyone was worried writing him off. He's starting to catch the mojo. But here's the thing, like if Austin Matthews, like, okay, we all know how bad the Leafs were. We won the lottery, we drafted Austin Matthews. I was saying this to Chris last night, uh, watching the the game after he got his, uh, his hat trick. We knew Austin Matthews, or we had an idea he was going to be a generational player, like a great player. We didn't, no Leaf fan, and I swear to God, if there are Leaf fans out there that are like, I knew he was going to be scoring 60 goals. He was going to be doing, shut the fuck up. You had no fucking clue. I mean, there's no fucking way because he was compared to like Taves. And yeah. Bers- and what, did Taves get 60? I don't no. even think he got half of that. And, and, and at the very most, everyone was hoping that he would score and play similarly to how Matt Sundin played center. And even still, he's going to be exceeding those expectations and he is going to be probably the greatest Leaf of all time when it's all said and done because easily, this guy is fucking playing at a, an astounding pace that no one could have anticipated. Like, nobody. I'm sorry. Like, we probably would have thought he'd be scoring 50 goals, 45 to 50 goals regularly, but he's got 60 last year, and now he's... he's 40 last 40 year. 40 last yeah. year. Sorry, 60 the year before. That's an off year. 40 yeah, is an, an off, off year. year for him. I, I honestly think I honestly think and Chris, and Chris has called me Chris has called me crazy for saying this. I think he might get seventy five. Yeah, I think it's possible. We they got Arizona tonight. They got Arizona Patrick tonight. tonight. Mullet Arena, like thirteen hundred devoted Arizona Coyote fans. You know, like it's it's, it's seventy five goals. We're it's not about seventy five goals in the modern era. Are you fucking kidding me? But, Are but, you fucking kidding but, but, me? But if you think about it, it should be expected considering how much better. If these guys are so much better than what everyone has grown up watching, look at the size of the goalie. What are you talking about? Seventy plus? You fucked. I'm not. Ovi's co- the greatest goal scorer. He couldn't sniff 60, 68 goals. Chris, at this point, you're talking about seventy five. But at this point, though, it can't be that far fetched. You might think it sounds crazy. We're literally, we could be watching it. Like, well, we. I mean, in, we just saw in, a ten seven hockey game. Maybe. Yeah. It, it's not that far fetched. I honestly don't think so. With the the last couple of games in the NHL, yeah, that three hot tricks in one game between Minnesota and Vancouver. The way guys are scoring at a clip when they get hot, it's not that far fetched. It's not, mind you. Okay, who's to say that maybe Austin Matthews goes down in the likes in terms of goal scoring, similar to like a Brett Hall, where he's able to score at a high rate, 
consistently, but then when he's not scoring, he'll have his down years at 39, 45, or whatever it is, which is still ridiculous, but he'll be held in a high regard as arguably one of the best goal scorers of all time. And he has the runway to maybe catch somebody that's in the top five. If he's on this pace for another like 10, 12 years, he's easily breaking the record. Easily breaking. Well, he's gonna. He's he's not. That, that is not a off. hot. That's not a hot take. He's either. not that far off from some Dean from cat passing Mats in points. I'm I'm pretty sure, and he's gonna do it in like 449 less games. Yeah, poor Matt Sundin. This is the yeah, other but, argument but, but, because that's the, look that's who the he other played thing. with. Like, yeah. it's one thing I know. Like everyone goes online and stuff. Like, oh, Matt Sundin couldn't score goals like this. Do you not watch the games? They're available on YouTube in full of who he played with. That guy, for him to even score 30 goals is a fucking miracle on that line. Look at him in Quebec playing with Joe Sackick, and then look at him playing with Jonas Hoagland. That poor man, he did his time with this team. 13 years he stayed here. Hold he didn't on, ask hold on. to be traded. I saw, I saw, some, I saw something. I'm going to find it, and it's unfortunate. Darcy that. Tucker, Hoagland, Newendike, Wellwood. He had fucking Chad no, Kilgore no, on nobody. his Nobody. 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 Andropov. He, oh. This guy's going up against the fucking Penguins. And yeah, who is it? Yeah. Lemieux. Like Yager. Yager. Like he had great <laughs> teammates, but they were not first line guys at that stage of their career. Even if we had a winger from Florida, I think Sundin would have been happy. Yeah. Like give us Ole Jokinen. Give us Burray. I mean, we got Ole Jokinen when he was 38 yeah. years old. Imagine him with Yager in like 2001. A poor guy. Oh my God. Jerome Ginla, Danny Heatley, like you know Shanahan. what you know what pisses me off. Like why couldn't Detroit or Colorado give us a fucking winger? They had every fucking winger. Their fourth line was Hey Duke, and you see on on fucking Detroit. Who was their fourth line? Was it Brett Hall, Luke Robitaille? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Go to Toronto. Bring like, I, see if I'm Matt Sundin, I'm fucking livid. I mean, respect to Hoagland, respect to all those guys, but come on. So. Here, Come on. Here is here is Maple Leafs all-time goal leaders. This was as of February 16th of this year. Matt Sundin's in first with 420 goals. Daryl Sittler's in second with 389. Dave Keon's in third with 365. Austin Matthews is in fourth with 344. Now that's as of the 16th. He's since you mean, then scored. Oh, so you, you mean Sundin's in first. You yeah. said Matthews. Sorry, Matt Sundin at 420, Daryl Sidler 389, Dave Keon 365, Austin Matthews 344. That is since February 16th, though. Austin Matthews has scored two hat tricks. He had another goal the other night. Like he's he scored six, like seven or eight goals since this post. So he, I'm sorry, by the end of the year, at this rate that he's scoring, he's he's going to be pretty close to Daryl Sidler. He'll break it by like. End of Dece- next year. By, Dece- keep- by January, February next year, he'll break yeah. Matt Sundin's record. I'll say by the end of next year, if he can have the same pace or a similar pace to score forty to anywhere from 45 to 58 goals next year, he'll catch Matt Sundin at the end of next season. Yeah, which is sure. Which is redonkulous because Matt Sundin, like we've said, has unfortunately played when... Even if you gave Matt Sundin fucking Phil Kessel as a rookie and fucking Darcy Tucker on the other wing, he probably would have scored a fuck ton more. Like he got, yeah. he got McGillney for two years. Owen Nolan at the end of his fucking career. Phil Housley came back for one game, yeah. and so did Doug Gilmore. Eric like, Lindros. Yeah. That's another conversation. That was a concussion <laughs> <laughs> waiting to happen there. Yeah, that was way too late. But even like, just <sighs> looking at uh, Matthews, that stat that you were talking about about uh, an era adjust. adjusted. I saw one today about crossbars. He has 15 crossbars this year. So like, let's say <laughs> that's insane. Seven or eight go in. He's over a point, a goal per game. 
Yeah. Hold on. Let, let me see if I can. I'm going to look one more time and see. I think it might be on I'm the I'm getting score. delirious. It might be on the score because it was either the Holy score shit. or Sportsnet. And when I saw it, I, I, I couldn't fucking believe it. Like it was, I had to, I read it three or four times because I couldn't believe what I was fucking reading. Not because I'm dyslexic, because I couldn't believe what I was reading. To all you degenerate gamblers out there, though, like you should probably bet Matthews plus four forty to win the Hart Trophy at yeah. this rate he's he's on right now. I think I saw two weeks ago he was at plus sixteen hundred to win it. So like he's climbing it quickly. And uh, if you're Connor McDavid, and the league knows how good Connor McDavid is, we've seen it with Crosby in the past. They're not going to give him a Hart Trophy every year. Like it, it would be cool to see Kucherov win because of like all the fucking injuries he's had and just to come back and rape the league like he has. It's like, okay, like this guy's insane. He's on pace for 130 points. But I do think like if there's one guy that Matthews won't be able to pass, it's McKinnon. Because McKinnon this year, he's on another fucking planet. Even Sheldon Keefe said it. And even just on this topic, because like the Leafs are playing Arizona, <laughs> I watched that game. I was fucking disgusted. They couldn't even fill up the arena. They had the Oilers come. You know how bad that is? The 5,000-seat arena. Like, tonight, they're, as we're recording this, they're going to be playing the Leafs. Austin Matthews is an Arizona kid. If I'm Arizona, I am thanking him for likely selling out that arena because all the people that are going to watch are Leaf fans and they're Austin Matthews fans. So It's a home game for the Leafs yeah. tonight. How Gary yeah. Bettman is uh, looking at this and said, there another here, Mullet Arena. It's amazing. I saw, I saw an interesting... I, I can't seem to find the era adjusted um, goal project. Oh, wait, hold on. I found it. I found it. Right when he says he can't. Sorry. It, he <laughs> so uh, BR Open Ice posted this. It was a uh, most goals era adjusted 82 game pace. I got the number wrong, number one, but it's top five of all time. And I'm going to go from five to one just to give you the insanity of these guys that are on this list and the company that Matthews is a part of. So at number five, and this is considered all time, number one in NHL history. Number five, you got 1970 to 71, Phil Esposito, 70 goals. Fourth place, Mario Lemieux, 1988-1989, in his fucking prime, 71. Alexander Ovechkin, 2007-2008. In his prime. 72 goals. Toronto's very own, Austin Matthews, 2023-2024. 74 goals on an 82 era adjusted game pace and in first place we mentioned him in the same breath or i did brett hall 1990 1991 78 goals in 82 Damn. game pace was that when he was on the blues yeah must have been. yeah he was, a, he was have. a freak it was that, it was, he got 92 one year he did yeah, he has he the did. record he yeah. did yeah <laughs> that's 92. insane but but that that's that's truly like ridiculous like ridiculous dude like there was one year I think Yari Curry had like sixty three and like seventy. <laughs> yeah, and Gretzky was in the score supposedly. Yeah, yeah he, he was a playmaker with ninety two goals. But the but the funny thing, like the sad thing about like how you guys were talking about Mullet Arena, you know, you have two of arguably the biggest biggest teams in the league and two biggest names in the sport yeah. coming into your arena. You're not going to sell out. You know, uh, Matthew Nice had a quote tonight uh, today. Actually, he was probably asked in practice or morning skate. Um, he said, you know, I'm probably going to have about 50 to 60 people because he's from Arizona too. You know, I'm going to have about 50, 60 people there. And, you know, that's probably going to fill a section there because, you know, it's always empty. <laughs> he's scoring tonight. Like, you know, like a local guy throwing absolute shade at the own, the own organization that he grew up watching because of how 
dog shit they absolutely are. Like at this rate, I would much rather send them if you're not going to send them to Quebec, if you're not going to send Salt them, Lake. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. it what, two weekends ago. Send them yeah. to Salt Lake. United States ha- that was when the US won the gold medal miracle on ice. Yep. I think it's pretty fitting to have it there. Um you know, you got the Utah Jazz there, not too far. So at altitude, it, though, you think that would be a problem playing hockey? At nah, the- it's in Colorado. Yeah, They're they good, got it in man. Colorado. The mountains, they're good. They should worst, be fine. Worst case, you make it a little bit lower than where it would be otherwise, yeah. and it shouldn't be that, that big of an be, issue. Uh, you just don't be a problem. You won't play. You won't play <laughs> back. No back to backs on the road there. That's the only thing they would probably have to do. But I would Imagine. rather see that than fucking twenty. Not even 1,500 people watching an NHL hockey game when you got the biggest names of your sport in town. That's yeah. disgusting. Can you imagine a road trip of fucking Vegas than Salt Lake? Oh, man. <laughs> You're not sleeping right for a couple weeks after that. Can you? Could you imagine, though, you have a stretch? Of, like, And it would probably happen. You got Seattle, then you go to Vegas, then you got Salt Lake. And then you go to L.A. <laughs> no, no. You, you, you go Salt Lake. <laughs> Then you then you go Colorado and then you finish like San Jose or LA. Well, oh, that would God. that would be a West Coast yeah. road trip. Any East Coast team would just be like, "Fuck off!" And then you got to play an exhibition game preseason in Halifax <laughs> <laughs> against the Leafs. So another four hours ahead if you're going from the West Coast. And then two weeks after you're in LA, guess what? You're going to Sweden. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other guys. Oh, you're going to Australia. And then this group of players, you're going to Japan and Germany. And we're going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> We're making the game global, boys. I'd love to see it. But nah, you know what? I, like Matthews, after everything we've talked about, like this is a guy that has exceeded my expectations of oh, him. 100%. Like, like guaranteed. I remember, I think it was his third year, he had that wrist and shoulder injury. And I'm like, okay, this guy's either going to bounce back or he's going to be a consistent Jonathan Taves guy, 65, 70 points. This guy, the only reason he has not hit 100 points is because he barely gets any assists. If this guy were to start getting assists, he's top three in scoring. He's number one in like goal scoring, and he's probably top three every year in terms of importance to his team. So, Well, the only, uh, the only other guy that, like, if he is getting assists, it's when Nylander's scoring. Yeah. Like, Power otherwise, it's, it's not really Marner. I mean, Marner... We'll get the odd goal and it will be a Matthews assist or whatever it is. But like if he's not getting if he's not assisting Marner or Nylander or even the odd nice goal when they play together, yeah, he's he's not getting fucking assists. He's just pot putting that fucking biscuit in the net and it's crazy. I'm happy for it too. Like you're getting paid to score if you're fucking shooting. You know? You're getting thirteen mil. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't he want be to getting, go for him. He should be getting more, man. No, no, okay. No, come on now. Come on now. Seventy. You just said seventy-four goals adjusted. Yeah, yeah that's a Gary Bettman problem, though. That's a yeah, the, 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 problem. No, that's no, like, it, problem. No, no, like no, no. Look, he's getting paid every like, like we talked about at the beginning of the year on the pod. We were worried about the number he was going to command and, and get. I don't think any hockey fan, even what William Nylander has earned too. If you're a hockey fan, it's one of the best scenarios for the game of hockey because two of the game's biggest stars in the biggest market got paid and they're actually performing to what is expected from them. And like you said, people could be expecting them to be making more money from how they're performing. Well, the only, the only answer to that. So problem is for Gary Bedman to be like, shit, look like Gary, take a look around the league. Look at how many guys are scoring over 30 to 40 goals a year. Now it's not, it's a lot more than it once was at one point. Yeah. A lot lot, more production. A lot, a lot more guys are making over seven and $6 million a year on average. Now a lot are. 
make the fucking salary cap 110 million for each team. If you can't meet the floor, which would let's just say for argument's sake is $95 million, which is pretty easy for every fucking team to do. If you can't afford to carry $95 million on salary, you get relocated too fucking bad because if you're going to have this kind of product, that's going to be this electrifying, they deserve to get paid. And those guys deserve the money they're making. And fuck, I could be wrong. I'm not wrong in saying that they do deserve a little bit more. But at that point, add a couple bonuses in for next year or whatever it might be. Yeah, we could talk about this all day. Like, talk about MLB, looking at how much they're getting paid. Baseball's and like, around and, the corner. And you, th- and you think about the, like, the, guy, the likes of McDavid and Matthews. It's like, these guys should be getting paid like way more than what they are. But hey, salary cap. There's a fucking problem with that. But hey, you know what? Today was a great show. We talked about the All-Star game. We talked about a lot of negatives, but we also kind of mixed in positives too. We talked about the Chamber. I still think we're going to be getting, I think we're getting Seth and Cody versus Rock and Roman. I just want to see it. I want to see the Rock fucking Rock Bottom Seth Rollins. After all the shit Seth was talking, just have Rock rock Bottom him. I think that'll be fun. And then, of course, we, we ended with our Lord and Savior, Austin Matthews, the goal-scoring machine. I mentioned this five years ago to you, Alino. I said, Matthews has the potential to be the best even-strength goal scorer of all time. I said that. I meant it. You just named the list where he's greater than Mario Lemieux. So, I mean, we could very well be seeing it. 75 goals, not out of the equation. To all you degenerate gamblers out there, remember the number. Plus 440. Get it now on FanDuel. He might win the Hart Trophy for the second time in his career. But as always, this is In The Zone. We are signing out. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, on Apple Music, wherever the hell you listen to your podcasts. See you next time.